welcome to another episode of the Herd Main Show. I'm your Herd Leader, John Wayne. And I'm your Herd Mom, Megan. And today we are finally catching up to the rest of the world and taking some time to talk and look at the rise of Skywalker. Um, how, how do you feel knowing Star Wars is over? I feel awful because this is the last Star Wars ever. <laughs> that, that might be a little tongue-in-cheek, but... Um, I mean, this, you know, The Rise of Skywalker is significant as a film. It's part of, it's the end of a trilogy, the end of a saga, mm -hmm. um, and arguably could be said the end of Star Wars as we know it, but I don't really think so since mm -hmm. we continue to get stories within that realm. Um, I mean, it, you know, it's been arguable and debatable. I mean, I guess, what do you think of as the Skywalker saga? Do you just think the the movies, the main movies, like is Solo and Rogue One a part of that for you? If it happens between mm -hmm. episode one and nine, is that Skywalker to you or what? I feel that the main trilogy of films is the Skywalker saga as well as... Oh, wow. It's a um, trilogy of trilogies. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's a ninology. It's a ninology. Oh, that's a weird word. I don't like that. Stop using it. <laughs> um, the main set of films, as well as the Clone Wars. That's what I think of as the Skywalker saga. As the, as long as there is a Skywalker active and just... Or adjacent. Yeah. Doing stuff in the, in the galaxy as the main character. Mm -hmm. I'll put that. Yeah, as a qualifier. Yeah, I think that I think it has to be someone of the family being either the main part of the story or or part or adjacent to the, like the Clone Wars. I mean, it's not like you go episode by episode. Oh, this episode is Skywalker Saga, but this one isn't because this mm -hmm. one's Anakin and this one's Obi Wan. But like, it's you know, Anakin is prevalent to the Clone Wars. So yeah, I think yeah. the whole of Clone Wars gets thrown in there. Um, and yeah, I, I, I don't think, and it might be a little weird and it's not that we don't, I mean, we've said before, we love Solo and we love oh, Rogue One, but I think because, I mean, technically Anakin shows up as Vader in Rogue One, but he's a side character, surprisingly, like he, he's not the main point. Which I believe that's how it should have been done. We're yeah, telling he, a very specific story. We don't need him as... Yeah, he... He, he he is yeah. introduced because of the events of this. He he comes in to be a major player in episode four because of this. Yeah. Um, so, but the focus is on Jin and the rebels and such, not um, not Anakin or Luke or anything like that. So, what about rebels and um, resistance? Resistance, I could give a little more like, yeah, no, that's not in the saga. Mm -hmm. um, but rebels. Rebels, as I recognize it at this point, I don't think I would include that in the Skywalker main storyline. Because I feel like to call it the, the Skywalker saga, it has to be, you know, about the Skywalkers, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Like, yeah. I feel like Rebels was definitely a shift in, um, well, it was definitely a shift in tone, but also a shift in storytelling focus. Fair. So everything else just happens around it yeah. for you. I well, feel like that. But that's it, not to say that I like any of them less. 
No, yeah, I don't. I don't think that means that. I just think it it's defining its focus. Mm -hmm. You know, I think some people take it that way. Um, That's why it's difficult to define the Skywalker saga. But no, I I think I think that's a fair point, and and that just goes to show we're still getting stories adjacent to. I mean, we're getting a Clone Wars anthology. We just Mm -hmm. had it announced. We're getting a Poe Dameron, a young Poe Dameron focused novel. Um, We're getting Thrawn uh, sequels. We're continuing Alphabet Squadron, but none of those happen with a focus on a Skywalker of any kind. So I think it's it's in that timeline for sure, but mm. it it's not directly affected or directly affecting a Skywalker. I feel like instead of BBY and ABY, it should be BS and AS. AS? Yes. Before Skywalker and after Skywalker? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because um, one could argue... Their Skywalkers are responsible for quite a lot. You, well, yeah. In the I Star mean, Wars galaxy. It's, they're a big... They're a key factor in all of that storytelling. And I think mm-hmm. that's what makes it their... I mean, we could also argue it's technically Palpatine's saga, too. Because he's been yeah. present in all of that as well. But, you know, of course, we're looking at it from the positive perspective of the Skywalkers mm-hmm. and whatnot. But, you know, that, that timeline mm-hmm. is not closed. Just that saga. Yeah. So, I mean, we might even get stories of Rey after episode nine, but I don't think that pertains to the Skywalker saga. I think the the main point has been done. By the time you leave and end episode nine, the main point's done. Anything else, it just happens in the context. The Skywalker story has been bookended. Yes. So, with that, you know, there, there is some seriousness to handling the rise of skywalker and everything i think that's part of why it's gotten some of the response it has and everything Mm -hmm. and i mean we would have been i mean we mentioned in our returning episode you know we would have been right along everybody else and talking about it as soon as we'd seen it just life didn't didn't uh provide room for that so i mean late to the game but still nonetheless um here but it's also been helpful i would say because we've had time to process a lot longer We've had time to hear other perspectives, some mm-hmm. that agree with us, some that don't, um, you know, and that's part of this episode too, is not just, it's definitely initially just talking about our perspective um, and how we processed the film and how we thought of certain things, um, but it's also meant to take on other perspectives. We asked for other perspectives and opinions. We've gotten a, a few of both sides, I think, so that, you know, I mean... We, we constantly try and make things about positivity. even and, and positivity doesn't mean liking everything, but it does mean thinking positively of everything. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we're going to talk about or share any... Com- I wouldn't probably share comments if they were largely negative. Yeah. And I don't mean negative in, I didn't like this. I mean negative in, I hated this, I hate it, it's wrong, it's yeah. not my Star Wars... Like, different things so i mean we probably wouldn't share those just because i don't think it would be conducive for the podcast but um nonetheless uh, we're we're always about trying to branch out and and look at things from a positive point regardless of how you like or dislike something so maybe this episode will do some of that um maybe Mm -hmm. it won't but i'm i'm sure we'll have fun either way and honestly, if you have negative feelings about The Rise of Skywalker, we're not going to bully you. We're not going to say that you're wrong and that you should, you know... I was going to say they were wrong. No, I'm just kidding. No. But your opinions are your opinions. And you feel and, you know, respond to things differently than everyone else. And honestly, your feelings are valid to yourself and to everyone else. But at the same time, 
please understand that we have a difference of opinion. Probably, maybe. Um, I mean, the only wrong opinion to have about Star Wars is that your opinion is bad if it's not the status quo or yeah. if it's just different in general. Um, yeah. You know, and I always put the anecdote, obviously, if if you're morally wrong in your opinion of Star Wars, yes. that's a different story. If, but if your opinion is yeah. just, I didn't like this movie. That, that's fine. That's different. Now, if your opinion is, I hate Raylos and I hate that that's a part of canon... That's, that's not okay. That's morally negative, and that's just a whole different yeah. bag of beans you've got to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, 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 I do hate to see the divisiveness. I didn't think for a second that The Rise of Skywalker would solve all of that. No. I mean, we've been divisive since Star Wars came back. We've been divisive since Han shot Greedo. So, I mean... Yeah, let's I, be honest. And And I think that's... <laughs> worth prefacing is just that that's human nature to have our opinions and to hold hard and fast Mm -hmm. to them and you know and that's not what we're here to say is right or wrong we're just here to process ours and hopefully help regardless of where you fall on Mm -hmm. the fence line help someone or 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 everyone that listens to see something positive regardless most of everyone we've talked to has had something positive at least to say in the negative Mm um and we haven't personally encountered anyone, you know, just very ballistic about it. Yeah. So that's been good. For, and Thankfully. that's been good for our pro- our process. But we also tend to avoid those people. <laughs> that's true. And and that's the thing. And um, in large part, unless, as a lot on social media too, we've had to um, mm-hmm. kind of be careful who we interact with and who we give time to just because it's for our experience. We want to like Star Wars. I think everyone wants to like Star Wars. And I think if someone threatens your ability to like something passionately, um, you have to have the wherewithal to be able to kind of distance yourself from that in order to like it. That might mean you don't like episode nine and someone does. And for you to be able to enjoy what you do enjoy, you kind of have to stay away from discussing that with them. That's fine. That's fair. You just need to be honest with your perspective and your feelings with that person. I would think that we could all be adults enough to be able to do that and say, hey, I don't like episode nine. I know you do. Yeah. I would just rather not talk about it because I just don't have anything positive to say. And I don't want to take it away from you. And I don't want that to take away from my love of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah like we're adults. We should be able to do that. Yeah. Um, and and oh. it, 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 I was just going to say, and if you're younger and you're, this is a good lesson in processing that, you know, I mean, everybody yeah. has to learn. And we're talking about Star Wars, which it arguably seemed like a very silly concept to apply this to. But it can be a way of learning to do that in general. It could You could apply that to politics. You could apply that to religion. You can apply that to just almost anything. Mm-hmm. Be, be adult enough to be able to love what you love and avoid what would take away from your ability to love that. Yeah. And you're going to come across, you know, people in your everyday life that, you know, have very different opinions than you do, as well as entertainers that you enjoy who have different opinions than you do. Like, we discovered not too long ago that my favorite Let's Play channel, they hate Legend of Zelda games. <laughs> and that's my favorite video game franchise. I still respect them as, you know, entertainers, and I'm still entertained by them. Mm-hmm. We just have a different opinion about something. Yeah. You know who I'm and talking that's, about. And that's, and that's fair to have. I mean, it's fine. Um, I don't think that that has to be end-all, be-all. Um, that's the way the world treats it a lot of times, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be that way. Um, so, 
you know, that's a lot of preface for what we're getting into just because, you know, again, how you feel about things is valid because you feel that way for a reason. And a lot of people have had a very difficult time with processing The Rise of Skywalker, particularly if certain character choices weren't what they expected or wanted or felt was right yeah. and and it's fine to process through that and so we're, we're just trying to lay as much ahead of ahead of the episode as we can mm-hmm. to say you know we're we're we have that in mind going into this yeah. we're not blinded to the different perspectives and the difficulties of this movie it's a big deal um and we're going to try and be as mindful of that as we go through i mean you know yeah and to anyone who just watched it once and made a decision, I give you the advice to watch it again, honestly. Yeah. And keep in mind, am do I have this opinion because others speaking into that opinion? Mm-hmm. Or is this my opinion as it is? Yeah. Because sometimes, honestly, that can happen. And that's if you like it or dislike it. Some people like things yeah. because of their context, because of their friends, because of their groups. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like or dislike something because someone else does. You know, you have to have your own opinion and everything. Um, I do think The Rise of Skywalker really benefits from repeat viewings. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be harder if you don't feel like the money's worth it. I would say try and find a cheap matinee or something, and I think you would be fine. But, um, you know, it's it's January. I think it's still out most places. I would really recommend giving at least, at least twice. Yeah. Um, I think... Or it, wait till it comes out on home release. Yeah, Either I way. mean, I definitely would I would give it another shot. Check it out again. If you've already got Disney Plus, you can watch it for free there while enjoying all the other Disney stuff. But it it, it more than any other benefits from repeat viewings for sure. So yeah. um, we are so aside from this, we're talking about the sequel trilogy a good bit in future episodes. So. Um, Next week, we're going to be diving into character arcs of episode seven, yes. then after that, episode eight, and then and then end out with episode nine because, you know, we really want to get deep, especially with the characters, because that's what makes up how we feel about everything. Yeah. You know, it, it's not necessarily the cool shit battles and all that. That's enjoyable, but that's more like what this episode's about, whereas the deeper stuff, the character choices and everything, and you can't really look at nine without looking back. And that would have been a very long episode, so we're splitting it up. So deep, deep, deep stuff. You know, if we don't talk about something here, more than likely it will probably appear there. If you really want us to talk about something in particular, just let us know. But that's to to say, this isn't the only episode 9 discussion we'll be having. So don't fear if we don't address everything. We're just going to try and get a general idea uh, of the movie, general look at... um, our take on it and mm-hmm. and look at some of the other general takes that other people have had and all that good stuff. And whoever misheard like I did, it was cool ship battles. That's what I said. I know. If you heard anything else, you need Jesus. <laughs> um, just go ahead and do a little asterisk when you said that ship. Don't tell me what to edit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just plain and simple, just watch the movie. How did you how did you feel after that first that first watching? After the first watching, I will be honest. I'm going to be very honest in this episode. I was confused. <laughs> I I wasn't really, you know, jizing to talk about it, but my first couple of feelings were negative mm-hmm. when we first walked out of the movie. And I kept going over 
the plot points that kind of didn't jive with me mm -hmm. in my head. But after the second viewing, <laughs> I think you were you're completely correct. It benefits from multiple viewings, even if it's just one or two. Well, in particular, <clears throat> what what was it that changed between one and two that either made you think about it differently or that you liked differently? I kind of came to terms with the pace after the second viewing. It's the only pace that is first so one. so quick. It, the first one is hard. As soon yeah. as you go back, it feels like a whole different yeah. movie. I mean, and honestly, Endgame was the same way for me. Yeah. Um, the first time was a struggle bus getting through. And then the second time we went and saw it, it was like, oh, oh okay. okay, it's over now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it was very yeah. different. I, you know, and I think that's just because it's already yeah. in there. It's already... Yeah. been generally processed so and there were things that i missed in the first viewing that mm -hmm. i did not miss in the second viewing like mm -hmm. the dagger thing mm -hmm. like when she pulls out the little thing on the dagger i could not figure out how she figured out where the thing was mm -hmm. but in the second viewing i realized oh the wreckage lines up with the it's like a goonies thing i need that explained <laughs> um i'll say yeah. that continues to be one thing for me where i get it but, but it's, when was this made? Yeah, it's very, very, very specific. Yeah. And so, I mean, even just the runes on their, mm -hmm. you know, the message of where to find everything. Like, it's just all very like, okay, it, it, it comes together, it happens, cool. I would just like to know more about how that came about. And that's probably one of the sillier things that, for me, I continue to be like, I need that, please. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just, it's it's one that stands out because it is so Goonies. It is so not Star Wars-y. And don't get me wrong, I love the Goonies. It's one of my favorite 80s Well, it's movies. just, it's just, it's just a very different context than Star Wars. Mm -hmm. And so it was just a very, okay. I mean, I'm all for Dagger has a message, read it in Sith. It tells you where to go. That I'm all for. Yeah. It's then all of a sudden like, oh, this lines up like, okay, weird. Yeah. But they get there. I mean, it's it's literally just a, a means of continuing the plot. So I don't, I don't really care. Yeah. Um, I just want to know whose idea it was and and exactly how that came about. It was JJ's idea. It's just one of the well, I mean, in in <laughs> in narrative, um, yeah. in, in in Star Wars, who came up with the idea that this was the best way you know to map? Because <laughs> that's just convoluted as all get out. He's just talking to the skeleton of his old advice. You know what would be really cool? <laughs> As if we had a dagger. Yeah. But if it if the dagger was the map. Yeah. Um but yeah, it, the pace was something that I kind of I had to get used to because I have processing issues as some people know. And so it was very much a we're here, now we're here, we're now we're here, now we're here. Where am I? Kind of thing. I mean, my thing was just that it was long. It was it, it was, was long and a lot. But I mean, it's only in that beginning. It's a lot of setup, and I think for you, you have a reason to need help with processing it. Yeah. I think in general, though, I I've never understood people's complaints or dislikes over pacing in movies. Mm -hmm. I've never really latched on to that. Yeah. Again, you have a you have a real reason why that would affect you. Mm -hmm. But I think in general from like I just I just think it's a little bit of a posh criticism of just like the, uh, the yeah, I'm like no, whatever, dude. Like I, I'm sorry. I I wasn't paying attention to the pacing. I was too busy enjoying the movie. And I'm not talking about Star Wars. I'm talking in general. 
There's people that have said Shots that about fired. a lot of movies. They've said that about Avatar, certain Harry Potter movies. And my thing is, I just never pay attention to it's it. I book. never realize it. Yeah. And so that one for me, I can't really speak into because I don't get that perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get yours because I know you and, and you help me to understand yours. And I would invite anyone who, without any real issue, yeah. it's literally just a film critic. And maybe it's because I didn't go to film school. Maybe it's because I don't study yeah. films for films. I, you just if watch I, mo- you if have I that... watch a movie, it's because I like it. You have the wonderful <laughs> ability to just watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just, it's because I like it. I don't yeah. watch it from... Now, if I like it, that's when I notice... Oh, wow, that camera angle they did. Oh, the color effect they're doing. I notice it because I like it, not because yeah. I'm looking for it. So I would invite anyone to, to help me with that perspective, but yeah. I don't get pacing as a criticism. Um, I, the only reason I yeah. I felt that way was because, again, it was like Endgame where it's like, oh, wow, we're already here. Like, yeah, It just moved. Yeah, it's very linear, I will say. Mm-hmm. You know, you have... You have plot reasons for why we are jumping from planet to planet. You also have plot reasons for why everything's moving so fast. Yeah. Because it's literally a day or two. Sure. I mean, they, I don't know. It's undefined. It feels like a day. It's like episode four. I mean, nobody, I mean, a couple weeks maybe? maybe. I don't know. I mean, we don't know how long they were in hyperspace. We don't, I mean, like. Yeah. You know, I, that's one weird thing too is I think, I think some people take it in like that. Like, oh, this is happening very quick. It, it, it might not be a day. It might be longer than that, and it might just look... And I, and I think that's one of the things with not having defined, you know, this day, this time mm-hmm. of the events. Yeah. We are... We're ingesting it as fast as the characters, seemingly. Yeah. I was one of those people, I'll admit, when Ben first said, Ray, I never got to tell you. I was mm-hmm. like, are we really doing this? Mm-hmm. Are we really... I, mm. Well, okay, yeah. I mean, you, everyone was meant to, in exactly. that moment, jump to a conclusion. Exactly. But the film <laughs> indirectly mm-hmm. answers that for us. Yeah, but um, I wish there had been a moment where he was like, where Ray was like, I don't feel the same way. And he was like, oh, God, no. Yeah, that. I mean, that would have no. been funny because, I mean, just how... Um, You're a gremlin. Just his character <laughs> like kind of in general, like his... his uh, interactions with other characters he makes a lot of it more enjoyable funnier yeah than it, oh, it's yeah. kind He's of meant very to be. Funny. like um you know when he and poe come together at the end and they have the general general moment and it's that like very funny. that's a that's a legit like oh hang on i i don't mean to walk over what you did i'm acknowledging what you just said but here's my baggage yeah uh you know like it it could have been just as simple as like oh that's cool and but no, it, yeah. it was it was much funnier. I'm so. force sensitive, by the way. <laughs> right, um, but the movie the movie gives us that, yeah. and and I think that's the resolution to that. And I think if you see anything else, I think that's one of those instances. Just because we've had clarity, we've had perspective from those who uh, are in the film, who are um, writers of the film. Like there are certain things they're pretty clear when it's like, oh, that's up for interpretation, and then there's others where they're like, no, this is what we. Yeah, and I think that's one of those things, and we had that conversation before, uh, not recently-ish, about something where it's just like art is always kind of just your opinion's always deflated because it's like no art's up for interpretation, period, blank, all the time, mm-hmm. and I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. As someone who in 
I doodle. Um, I make things. I like I produce stuff. And as someone who looks over your shoulder and goes, is that Optimus Prime? <laughs> I, I make things. In making things, I have, as the creator, an idea of what I intend for someone to, to see in it. Yeah, that's the idea of impressionism. And then there's times when I don't. I'm just doodling and you can see what you want. I do not agree with the idea that you can throw that into an argument of, well, it's up for interpretation. Sometimes it's not. Yeah. This instance of this moment that never happened between Ray and Finn, that's not up for interpretation, yeah. in my opinion, because it has been stated by multiple sources. Now, that said, that's from real people. In the narrative, in the story, if something else comes out later and yeah. retcons that he was going to say something else, you know what? I'm okay with that because that's narrative. Yeah. They purposely, in the, then I can jump to a different conclusion. But... Certain things, take it how you want. Other things, do your research and figure out if... Now, you can still take it as you want, but that's what, how you want, mm -hmm. and you need to understand that, and you need to respect that. Yeah. That's called headcanon. It's like, do you remember Over the Garden Wall? That, yeah. That thing I made you watch all of in one the, scene? When people are like, is, is, is it heaven or is it real kind of stuff? Kind of. But uh, the little brother... Greg, mm -hmm. he wears a tea kettle on his head. Mm -hmm. And all throughout the series, people were making assumptions like, oh, he's got a brain injury. That's why he wears the kettle on his head, to, to show he has a brain injury, and that's why he acts like that. And then in the last episode, you find out that Turns out he's just a kid. He's just dressed as an elephant. <laughs> he's just a kid. Um, yeah, now, and that's one of those things. Now, if you continue to believe in that narrative choice of, well, I think yeah. it represents this. Yeah. That's your inter that's your interpretation, and that's cool. It's just what Greg thinks an elephant looks like. Right, but from the narrative and from yeah. the creator's perspective, that was not their intent. Yeah. So that's just my soapbox of that, because I feel like that carries over to a lot of other things where people <laughs> treat their headcanon as canon. It's called yeah. headcanon for a reason, and yeah. I feel like headcanon is canon until canon disproves it. Yes. Now, it would, again, it would be different if... Um, Chris Terrio and J.J. Abrams and John Boyega themselves have not stated against that headcanon, I'd be all for, think what you want, dog. But they have said something, and for me, that then becomes canon. Mm -hmm. That's the way it is. And I, I like the way they handled that in terms of just these little moments mm -hmm. um, of him picking up on something. of and, and that's a really cool acknowledgement of something that we've been not just we but star yeah. wars fans have been preaching for a very long time mm -hmm. for sensitivity shows up in everyone in some form or fashion exactly han solo is force sensitive because he's lucky exactly that's why he can fly the way he's he does. a terrible smuggler now that's the thing if something comes out and counteracts my headcanon of that that's mm -hmm. fine but for right now i take that as acknowledgement of anybody in varying degrees yeah. has contact with force sensitivity it is, that's an example of yeah. that. He, you know, and he, and uh, just real quick, because he specifically says in the movie, it's a feeling, it's an intuition, it's an instinct. All other words you can use for the force. Yeah, it's really cool. And also, he's speaking in a way that he knows for a fact. He's speaking with confidence about the force that right. you can use as an as an interpretation of. He knows because he is. Right. Well, and, and I mean, in, in the world that we are now where we talk about acknowledging people's truths, that's his truth. His mm -hmm. truth is that it's the force. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, I mean, we, we just watched uh, 
it chapter two and and a big part of that is it is if you believe it is yeah you know this and kills monsters if you believe it does right and so and i think and i'm not saying that the force is a construct and it's all imagination but i just mean i think that defines the truth and strength of his force sensitivity is because he's confident in it this is what it is it's not mm-hmm. just a feeling it's the force yeah um and and that's the big difference between him and han solo yeah. han solo's big perspective is it's definitely not the force i'm just good at what i do yeah you know and and so he's connected and sensitive to the force in a different way but he doesn't acknowledge that he stands actively against that perspective um and that's just him and that's fine you know i mean a lot of people do that in real life it's just like oh that wasn't angels and jesus that was just luck and or oh that wasn't uh karma that was just happenstance you know we all use different words for different things and it's reflective of our truth. And I think that's a really cool... And that's the beauty of Star Wars, is we're all talking about a fictional universe, a scene in you know a space opera, but it's got such perspective mm-hmm. to the real world. Yeah. And, and that's what, for me, makes Star Wars so special and so intimate and so much bigger than just a story for kids. Because it's a story about real life. It, it, it really is. And, and, but that's also why people feel so strongly about it. Yeah. Because they can impart themselves on the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I'm so careful in cautioning of impart yourself on the story for sure. But be mindful when that's you in the story and when that's what the story is trying to say. Because yeah. you can look at it. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, there's people, there's people that legitimately do. They make Anakin the, the good guy of the story. Even when he's killing children. Because he's the victim. And it's just like, that might be a huge... Yeah. in part of yourself on the narrative right there because yeah. he did a bad. <laughs> yeah. He did a big bad. And I think that's part of, you know, something that people do in their real lives is I'm not going to acknowledge this bad, bad thing that I did because then I would have to think about it. Yeah, and 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 that's and that's the perspective to have there is it sometimes the reason we do things is for a deeper yeah. thing. And sometimes it's an yeah. issue, sometimes it's not an issue. But I, yeah. I, it, it's it's human nature for sure to be mm-hmm. like, oh, this this thing's too similar to my thing, so I'm going to look at it this way. And, and if I acknowledge it, that makes it real. Right. And it's like, don't don't anyone come for this. Cause, and, you know, sometimes that's good, sometimes that's bad. It, yeah. It's like with anything in life. Yeah. And just to kind of tie that in a teeny tiny little bow, the thing that I've said multiple times on Twitter and in the podcast is your mental health is not your fault, but it is your responsibility. There you go. Book ended. <laughs> you know, and, and those are the things we have to be yeah. mindful and sensitive to in how we process things. We have to understand why we think the way we think yeah. because that defines why we react so passionately or so strongly to certain things. Why yeah. why does it offend you so much if someone says this about a character? Yeah. Maybe it's because of something you see in that character. Like, you know, um, lot, lots of uh, deep stuff there. So, so that said, I, I think if we can kind of sum up the whole point like you know we had our perspective finn is force sensitive that's what he was going to say yes the the thing that that helps us understand is we tend to as humans put ourselves into the story and we have to think very carefully why we do that or we have to be sensitive to the fact of why someone else might be doing that Mm -hmm. and that can then help us have a more positive and healthy reaction to either our interpretation of the story or to someone else's interpretation of the story. Mm-hmm. So that connects far back to 
the idea of your truth is your truth, their truth, their truth is their truth. Why is it that way helps us interact better as people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is just Star Wars stuff, but then you can also apply that to greater things. Why yeah. does this person think this way about this person when I think this way? Well, you might have had a very different conversation with them or, yeah. you know. Why does this person feel this is the right polit- political choice uh, when clearly that like, well they might have had something influence them from negatively from the other side and that's why they are this yeah. way? Why did they believe in this religion when clearly this one makes more sense? Well, you know maybe I don't know, but it all comes down to life experience and influence. Right, and and the more we recognize that in ourselves and in others, the more likely we are to all play well together. Yes, this has been a very like parenting good stuff like (laughs) well this is i mean this is the this is these are the conversations we have Mm -hmm. these are the conversations that inspired us to continue and start the podcast and all that good Mm -hmm. stuff and these are the ones that i think get us passionate yeah and so definitely and and it's the way we process is by having like yeah well this fictional thing makes me think of this thing what do you think and like that's how we talk this isn't just for the podcast this is how we talk and process together on Star Wars, yeah. on um, the different anime we watch, on the different video games we play, on everything. Yeah. We had like a three-hour discussion on the fact that Goku is not technically the hero of Dragon Ball. Right. And see, and so, and that's a whole, you know, that's a thing. Get ready. A lot of people get real ticked of off when podcast. you come for Goku. You do not do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but he wasn't the greatest dad. But, there, you know, there's... there's that's a different podcast. That, that's a very condensed podcast statement of 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 that thought but but yeah it's (coughs) that that right there is just a glimpse into if if you've ever wondered well how do those weirdos get their opinions that's how we talk to each other we talk about it this way we talk about how finn teaches us about empathy we we you know we talk about how the whole palpatine thing uh, teaches us and others about found family and everything And um, one could argue that the Skywalker saga is about found family. You don't have to be your past. You don't have to be right. what they made you, but... So so the last abstract thing before we talk okay. about specific... Like, like you know, we're technically talking about Episode Nine, but I, yeah. I want to make sure we have time to talk about actually Episode Nine. Yes. But the last abstract thing, since we're already bringing it up is the the um re- revelation that ray is a palpatine yes how first reaction how did you feel about that insert white guy blinking gif here just like and then kombucha girl right after it because then i realized wait a minute the eu exists <laughs> right, well <laughs> um i think something and this is kind of unrelated, kind of related, kind of unrelated. We had, I had shared with you yeah. maybe like four or five months before this um, about the Dark Empire comics. Yes. Where a, a little bit of this episode nine stuff comes from. Yeah, we had, honestly. We had talked a year ago about Triclops, the son of Palpatine, and, and that whole um, yeah. series, which I saw somebody talking trash about on Twitter. And I just feel like I have to say I didn't want to I didn't want to engage with that person because and they don't follow us we don't follow them they're not listening but this was my decision to actively avoid that because I kind of like that Jedi Prince series mm-hmm. I kind of like the Triclops story yeah it's and interesting to me it's a good me- it's a good reminder that no matter what happens in the 
series as a whole, nothing could be weirder than the EU. Very true. Honestly. Very true. Um, and and we would we will have those conversations with people if you disagree. But um, yeah, they they were Yuzong Bong. They were bringing it up, and I knew they were inviting negative stuff because yeah. they were ingrained in their perspective of it. And I I was gonna just share. It's like I actually kind of like it. I didn't because I knew that was gonna go nowhere. Mm-hmm. But I just want to say I kind of like that series. I kind of like the narrative of the glove of Vader and the the weird sun mystery kind of thing. It's it's a real now the three eyed thing, yeah, weird yeah. sure, but certain things of it, yeah, yeah, I'll give you are weird, but I like the overall story of it. It's really interesting. It's not as weird as Luke. Right. It's definitely not as weird as that. But then, oh, so Dark Empire and that combined, we have the the questionable heritage of Palpatine. We mm-hmm. have the cloned resurrection of Palpatine. We have elements there mm-hmm. that we had brought up before, and I think that you helped. You kind of called it, honestly. I, I think it helped our perspective, though. Yeah. Is by having that in files mm-hmm. already because as soon as it happened it was just like oh well it's like that one thing i kind of like mm-hmm. i mean again i kind of like the dark empire series i, I know a yeah. lot of people were just like oh palpatine's back cloning weird that ruins everything and i'm like i don't really think so yeah as soon as the line i made snoke came out i was like oh called it called it yeah which <laughs> that was pretty cool way back they in the age of um resistance uh snoke comic they kind of mentioned that and we had talked about that about that sounds more like a Palpatine line than a Snoke line. Mm-hmm. I feel like this mm-hmm. is a little, and so it also confirmed that Palpatine was the one talking to Ben through, through Vader's, the Vader's mask. mask. Um, Called it lots, lots of things <laughs> where it was an element of I think because, and this is where mm-hmm. you know go back and a, listen a to old episodes if you want to know. A lot of people and a lot of podcasts and a lot of YouTube Star Warsy people often caution against theorizing and thinking and over exploring for the sake of not setting up too much that will fall down you know they it i'm one of those people i don't like to theorize about movies that i haven't seen yet and i agree to a point but i do think these are elements that reinforce why i do agree with it responsibly and that's why you know four center podcast one we really love you know we like their tagline of speculate responsibly yes it's fine to do so do it responsibly. Um, I mean, it's like with drinking. It's fine to do so. Just be responsible. Exactly. Do not hurt yourself or others by speculating irresponsibly. Um, yes. Do and, not speculate with tequila. Right. Uh, right. Don't speculate and don't drink at the same time. Don't, Probably don't. don't. Don't speculate and drive. Let's be real. Right. That's when you get weird theories. But you can't speculate and drive like this. Exactly. Like, you've got to, you've got to go full Obi-Wan if you're going to speculate. Um, but... You know, I think this just reinforces, and I don't want to spend long on it so we can actually talk, but I, I think this reinforces why I agree with that sentiment so much is because, again, we already had that in mind. Yeah. And I think it helps. Now, you could go the counter-argument of, well, you had it in mind and what played out was similar to what you thought. That's why it's positive for you. If I had something else in mind that was not what played out, I could largely have some negative. And that's, again, why you have to be responsible. Don't go too far. I mean, mm-hmm. everything we had, even though we liked it, we were holding on to loosely. We knew, honestly, you know, we didn't think any of it was going to happen. No. So we didn't mind being like, well, this would be cool, but doesn't have to. Well, it turns out it happened, so cool. Um, you know, I think I think that's 
I think that's all that. I think that helped our perspective. So, but um, but yeah. So you did did not have a negative thing to rate no. Palpatine at all. It was it like I said. I did a full kombucha girl where I went what, oh, what, oh that kind of thing. Yeah, like it. As I thought more about it. I was kind of taken out of the scene mm-hmm. to kind of like I was doing a full like Doctor Strange out of body experience, just like sitting like this for a minute. <laughs> and then as I thought about it, the more it kind of made sense. I mean, it it works for me. I think the only thing is I'm very interested to know the story of Palpatine's family. Yeah. Um, the son is his. <clears throat> um, now, and we referenced before though, you mm-hmm. know, so. Palpatine's son in um, Legends is Triclops, and that is the son, the mutant experimented son of him and one of his advisors. Like, if you watch episode yeah. three... Who was Umbaran? The, the, yeah, the Umbaran senator that's like one of his aides, the white lady with the big hood. Um, they That is the... Triclops is the product of them mm-hmm. and science, if that makes sense. Like, I don't want it to seem like it was a very natural thing. No. And, but that fits Palpatine. Yeah. Now, and I said, and this is my only thing I'm going to theorize about anything that episode nine brings up. You think it was a clone? No. No? No. I don't want it to be a clone. I want it to be that he spent a lot of dark magic, force energy, and science on producing this kid, and he came out a dud, and that's why he disowned him. I, I want I it to be. I, I want it to yeah. be like imagine a god pouring all of his energy into creating a child to carry on his power and lineage, and then all of a sudden he produces a human. Yeah. Like that's the most air out of your tires thing that could happen for someone who's so prideful and powerful. Mm-hmm. For Palpatine, and and even yeah. more so. Guess what? What if he's referencing back? I did this with with uh, Plagueis. I know how to do it, and then this happens, and like that's the most anger-inducing thing I can think for Palpatine. And yeah. that's the reason I can think that all of a sudden he would just be like, oh, wait, my son had a kid. Maybe it is powerful. You know, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, why would he not, why would he leave his kid alive if his kid had power? I think it skipped a generation. Yeah. And, and I think that would be a cool story point. The way that kind of makes sense for me is that you have a man who is obsessed with immortality and legacy. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that he would use every avenue at his disposable to at least keep his name alive? Exactly. And and that was my thing. is I, I And that's why I, I want it to be a disappointment. I want it to be a tragedy for mm-hmm. Palpatine because that would be the most challenging thing to his character is mm-hmm. for him to do all of that work and then get nothing in return. You get a kid, a normal kid. Mm-hmm. That's not what you wanted. Um <laughs> Look upon my evil spawn. And the kid's just sucking Hi, on I'm a Jeffrey. toe. Just like... <laughs> right. Like, you can't rule the world with a gal... You can't rule the galaxy with a kid named Jeffrey. Like, come on. So, Jeffrey Palpatine. Jeff, Jeffrey Palpatine. Um, but then, you know, he disowns him. He sends him away. He grows up. He falls in love. And he has a kid. And, you know, whereas his father looked at him as, Ah, this powerful tool. Wait, you're such a disappointment. He looks at his kid, soon to be Ray with just this awe of you're so special and wonderful mm-hmm. like that that that's what i'm thinking about in my head i'm just like that is amazing that's that's a book right there mm-hmm. get on it um michael Morisi's looking for work so wow. i mean he's got work but like he's always looking for star who would not be looking for star wars work i'm looking for star wars work yeah goodness we'll, we'll be at dinner sometimes and he'll just like 
Oh, Lucasfilm's hiring. <laughs> right. I, just, I keep up with it. It's nothing I can do, but one day, maybe, if they need a guy that can just talk Star Wars, <laughs> hey, I'm pretty call sure me. that's Andy from the Star Wars show. Probably. But, you know. Yeah. I mean, if they ever just need somebody to stand on the set, I guess. I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that for $5 and a stick of gum. <laughs> this is John. He stands on Just the one stick, by the way, for bit. the whole career. I don't need gum every day of the career. Just one for the entire 64-year career. No. No, no, you're worth, baby. You're worth at least three sticks of five gum. <laughs> I guess that's the big points, I guess. I yeah. uh, Not to say that Finn's love stuff. I, I, I think there's many more we could get into. Yeah. But for time's sake, um, I think we'll get into a lot more later. Mm-hmm. But what, what were some of your favorites? So we've talked about, I guess, some of the more troubling things or the things that could potentially be troubling we talked through a little bit of that let's just go straight what did you like what were things that you can you think about like i need to watch this again because of this kind Mm -hmm. of stuff well it's one of the scenes that kind of sticks in my mind is the last moments between uh, leia and ray that hug got to my soul (laughs) and it made me feel like i wish i was hugging my mom right now (laughs) yeah that, that did a lot for kind of pushing yeah. that emotional response, for sure. Yeah. And then the hug at the end between the big three. Mm-hmm. That got me, too, because I was like, they're a family. Oh, yeah. That whole try that was, that beats Bright Tree Village Celebration any day for me. Yeah. And I love episode six, and I, I love that, that yeah. moment, but this was that on steroids. This was, yeah. this was a very triumphant uh, moment. And, and very worthy of being, you know, the celebration of celebrations kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, I think this was the big one, so. Yeah. The the moment that Poe realizes that all of the ships are there. Oh, yeah. I really... I loved that. Um, yes. No, I was about to share something that I think is going to take away. No, I'm not going to. No, I was just going to talk about Snap Wexley. I was going to, too, but I didn't want to, like... I'm not over that. No. I mean... that That is the only thing that we still have kind of ish. I, I had a visceral reaction yeah. in the theater when that happened. Mm-hmm. I, was, I, I called out for that one because uh, that one upset me because I love Snap. He's a fun character. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed him and, um, and <clears throat> uh, the Poe comics. Yeah. Uh, and he came back in a big way in... Um, the Resistance Reborn book, and I was all excited. And I should have known, if they're yeah. giving him that much attention, they're going to kill him. Yeah. But, you know, I just, I really, I really, yeah. that one was big. Um, and I and I feel bad for those, a lot of people that aren't going to feel the same way. And that that's the thing, is they were going for a moment where they set the stakes. They show yeah. it's bad. And for fans, for, for, for us that knew Snap in a deeper way, some people probably don't even know his name. They just mm-hmm. know he was in that one. Oh, yeah, that's Green Gogmark. Yeah. So I feel bad for those people that don't have that connection, although I also envy them because it's also just like, <laughs> I keep thinking of it. And then after we got out of the theater, and this, after the second viewing, we just looked at each other and went, we're just going to have to go home and tell Nora. Right. Like, I'm just like, I'm all kinds of ticked off he about that. He didn't know that Snap had died. And here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not upset with the fact that it happened, I'm upset because a character I enjoy is gone in the narrative. Yeah. That's the reaction I'm supposed to have. That's what, I, I don't hate the story people. I don't hate anyone for it because that's the reaction I'm supposed to have. I'm supposed to miss him. I'm supposed to be sad about it because I care. If they've done their job and made me care about this character, then when they take him away, I'm going to feel something. And I do. 
it's the same thing of people that are like, Georgia is annoying. Well, he's kind of supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like That's he, how he was written. Right. Like, he, he's kind of meant to be that character that everybody rolls their <laughs> eyes at because, and, and yeah. not in a largely negative way, but it's, everybody has a friend like Jar Jar. Everybody has someone where you're just like, yeah. <sighs> everybody has a friend like episode four Luke. Right. Just like, oh. oh like, I mean, if you feel that way and that's the way you're meant to feel, there's. You can't get that mad about it. You gotta like if you get mad because you hate Je- Joffrey in uh, Game of Thrones, they did their job, dude. They did. Get over it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't personally have anything major against it because that's how I'm supposed to feel. Mm-hmm. I just gotta, I just gotta enjoy what I enjoy about uh, Snap and 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 think about it that way. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's it's really it's just true to the storytelling. It's true to what they were going for. Um, you know, if anything, it's admirable that they were able to do that with what could have been just a sideline character. Yeah. It's just a friend of JJ's, but yet, um, they grew it into a very meaningful character. Um, and I, I don't discount how JJ and Greg probably felt about it. They probably were also just like, man, well, you know what? I mean, if this is what you need, if this is what you got to do, you know, I'll, I'll give it everything. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, so anyway, but, uh, yes, the, but after that, and, and that's what sets that up so well for me, though, is after that moment, having the triumphant return of Lando and, and all of the ships, I needed that triumph, yeah. m- triumphant moment, um, even though part of that is Wedge coming back. And every time yeah. somebody posts that gif of Wedge, I'm just like, ah, oh, snap. Oh. oh, my gosh. But um, I was really, I had that moment, too, in the theater. That was another moment I called out on. Where I was just like hyped because oh my gosh it's Wedge, yeah. um, that was just such a big deal. Yeah. Um, my last favorite scene. Okay. Like uh, this is <laughs> sorry. And then we'll move to comments. And then we'll move to comments. I'm not trying to rush you. I'm just no. Saying, I know. That's where we're going. But the moment where you get Luke coming out of the fire, you know that great line of a Jedi's weapon. Oh yeah. You know, deserves more respect, and then the immediate like. What are you doing? <laughs> right. Um, I have gotten that response from a mentor of mine many yeah. a time. Yeah. Uh, just like... Papa Platt does not play. Really? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I felt that in a very real way yeah. of just like, yeah, okay. I yeah. It's one of those things where it's like... And, and you feel, if you have a relationship with that sort of thing, you feel the way Ray feels in that moment where you're just like, yeah, it's kind of stupid. I knew it, but I'm doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know the same thing that I yelled at you about a couple of years ago. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Right. It's just like seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, no. I everything with Luke, I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, I really, I really loved fully realized Jedi Master Luke. That was really cool. Yeah. And lifting the X-wing. Oh yeah. That got me. We can't talk about that too much. We have a patron who's going to come on um, soon to talk about that. Yes. Um, and so we don't want to <clears> steal the thunder from that. Um, but. Yeah, that was a big moment uh, for sure where, um, I mean, I have reactions a lot of times. I don't call out. Like, uh, when I say I called out, I literally, at the top of my lungs, reacted to snap dying and wedge returning. Can confirm, um, yes. But I, rea- I I always react to meaningful things like that. That one mm-hmm. definitely got something out of me and everything. Yeah. So, but now, you know, you shared your favorites. Um, if you're wondering what I like, you'll have to tune in for another episode for that. Because yes. we got to milk the content. Come on. Also, we're running out of time. Uh, but 
Uh, we do have times. We, we asked for people to share their perspectives, share their comments and feelings on um, the rise of Skywalker. And so we wanted to kind of go through some of those. And it's all about perspective. It's all about seeing things and thinking about things from the way others do. Not Because we don't ever want to set up the idea that Nerd Herder is right about what we say. We're, no. We don't believe that. We just believe in sharing what we feel and what we think and how we processed it. That said, um, to go through a few, uh, Mal Pace on, I believe this is Facebook. Yes. Um, he said, I really wanted to love it. It's been over 40 years for me to get this finale, but as I watched it, it did not make sense. I think what was dominating my view of the movie was how easy it would have been to make it better. Basically, by continuing the themes of The Last Jedi, Ray's parents should have been no one, Kylo should have been the main villain, Huck should have ordered an attack that killed Leia, and Ren's redemption should have come from Ray, the scavenger, convincing him that a new order that's neither Jedi nor Sith can rule. Um, I'm going to pause there real quick because he's introduced a few things that I want to kind of go through. Mm-hmm. Um an important one for a lot of people was the whole, the the whole Ray's parents were nobody. She's a nobody, but she's powerful and mm-hmm. that's meaningful and important. Um that I mean we even were on that train of this yeah. is a big reason we love the narratives of the last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um how do you normally feel because it went from one director's hands to another. How do you normally feel when one person sets up something and you feel a type of way about it and then it changes from someone else's handling of it? Um, have you ever had that happen before? Yes. Okay. Can you just... What? <laughs> I love Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. It is my favorite Marvel movie containing Thor. Um, I can't say that it's my favorite Marvel movie because... Captain really America, good. Winter Soldier is my favorite, but... If Taika Waititi's involved, we probably like it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Taika um, Waititi did a lot of great character development on Thor. Mm-hmm. You know... So is then, it more that... Thor, oh, okay, never and, mind, sorry. I thought I thought it was going to yeah. be more retroactive. No, no. Thor 1 and 2 versus Thor 3. Thor Ragnarok versus Thor in... Er, Thor in Endgame. Thor Endgame. <laughs> it's all about Thor. I didn't like Thor in Endgame. Oh my gosh, I loved him. I'm sorry. That was meaningful for me. I know. I the great there's great moments with Thor. I'm just gonna of, go ahead. You know, and, I'm gonna go ahead and say, you know, Han and Ben scene was Thor and his mom scene for me in Endgame. Like, oh my yeah, gosh, that that was incredible. <laughs> like, there were moments that I really enjoyed about the movie. You like, didn't like you didn't like Bro Thor. I didn't. You didn't. Like Thor. You didn't like Thor Babowski. I did not like Thor. You didn't like Thor, dude? I feel like I understand why it was done. It's a very vague way to show depression. But I feel like it could have been handled better. Fair. Um, I loved the moment where Thor called Mjolnir. And it came. And it came because he's still worthy. That's a great moment of storytelling. Yeah. But I just... I had feelings about how well, Thor was handled in Endgame. Whereas, meanwhile, for me, I think Thor Endgame is best Thor, and 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 that's not me. That and that is from my mm-hmm. perspective. I'm not setting that as law. We but, got, but for um, me, I took that a whole different way. Barnes and Noble has a Barnes and Noble exclusive, exclusive Fat Thor now. By the way, yeah, Bro Thor. Bro Thor. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. I, I just felt 
like that was the best handling of Thor for me. So that's a whole different thing. So mm-hmm. I'm on the fence line of I like it better that she's Ray Palpatine. Mm-hmm. You're on the perspective of she should have stayed nobody. And I'm using yeah hypothetically. This isn't actually I, I by applying Thor like yeah like yeah. that's the two different perspectives. Yeah. So I th- I think it I think it just comes back to our previous conversation of I think it's the perspective of why you feel how mm-hmm. you feel about one or the other. Yeah. Um, I like and appreciate the perception of depressed Thor yeah. in, in in game. It worked for me because of how I process and feel. Mm-hmm. Whereas for you, it didn't. Yeah, I liked the character development of you're not the god of hammers. Right, so that's the why of the perspective. Um, you know, whereas we agree with the whole... Ray Palpatine, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're also of the unique breed where we also liked Ray Nobody, too. So that was, yeah. that was interesting reconciling that. For me, I think it's just because I don't see one taking away the other. I think the message of The Last Jedi is still true. I think it just doesn't have to apply to Ray to be true, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, Ray doesn't have to be nobody for nobody to be somebody. Ray can be whoever she wants, and the story still stands that anybody can be somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the movement in response to that has been pointing out, basically everybody that's not a Skywalker is technically a nobody compared to Skywalker. Yeah. So um, I'm not, um, it's it's not to say that, hey, feel better because we said this thing, but um, no. to your point, this that's is our perspective. Yeah, to your point, that's kind of how we processed through that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say just kind of dig into why you feel mm-hmm. that that narrative point for Ray is so important to you. Um, and that might help you maybe reconcile with episode nine a little bit. Um, it might not. Um, Kylo should have been the main villain. I don't agree just because I think it would have made it more difficult for him to be redeemed. Um, and I yeah. felt like that was the end game the whole time. And I think that's part of Kylo's story, especially when you get into some of the comics and some of the explored areas of his character. He's the guy always trying to be the villain that's never meant to be because he's trying to be who he's not. You know, um, I think that's my perception of Kylo's story. Mm -hmm. He's the kid that's always trying to act tough because he's bullied at home. He's the kid that always tries to be big and mean because in reality, he doesn't want people to see who he really is. That's, that's the image of Kylo Ren. Ben is not Kylo Ren. And I think him struggling to be the main villain, but never quite being the villain is, um, the representation of that. So I like that he wasn't fully realized as the villain because that much like, Everything else about his character in terms of the cracked mask, the injured kyber crystal, all of that is representative of this is you yeah. being damaged because you're trying. It's And his if you, attachment it, to Ray. Right. If you use a banana as a hammer, you're going to mess up your banana because it's not a hammer. Um, you're going to bruise your banana. And it's this idea of it's because you're using it in a way you're not supposed to. Kylo Ren is the damaged villain and unrealized villain that he is, is because mm-hmm. you're using your bin the way you're not meant to. No, follow the instructions. Follow on your the bin. instructions on the package yeah. of your bin. And I feel like his attachment to Ray has always been, I'm not letting you leave me like everyone else did. Right. That kind of thing. Um, Hux killing Leia. 
Um, I could not have handled Leia dying any other way than naturally and peacefully. Honestly, yeah. Uh, um, I'm not even going to get into the narratives of it. I'm just saying I <clears throat> couldn't have processed her being killed. Yeah. Um, that's a whole different thing. I, I quite like her sacrifice to save. Um, yeah. and, and I guess with all of it, again, my advice is just digging into why you feel the way you feel about it um, because that helps... Yeah. That whole thing. Because I feel like a lot of people were hoping that Leia was going to have a heroic death. Yeah, I'm glad and she didn't. one could argue that she did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Self-sacrifice that, that, is the most heroic thing you can ever do. Yeah. Um, I'm also glad Hux didn't get much because he's just he he's just a weasel. Also, he didn't deserve it. Go back and listen to older episodes, but I think I called that. <laughs> what? That he was going to be... Yeah. That uh, something was going to happen with Hux and he was going to be like... A part of something. I know he was going to die un- unceremoniously. Oh, Anything else wouldn't have been befitting. I loved that. Um, he goes on to say that the whole Palpatine thing just didn't resonate with me. So that's another thing is just you know, clearly recognizing it just wasn't for you. And, the, and, and that's okay. Um, we saw that dude oft when I was 11 years old. Uh, anyway, I really liked the new trilogy, but the last movie just hasn't done it. Nothing can take away from Adam Driver's incredible performance in it, though. He owned these three movies. Amen, brother. Adam Driver, I mean, if nothing else, the sequel trilogy <clears throat> gave us some of the best and most amazing yeah. actors um, throughout. And I'm not trying to challenge and say anything to anyone else. I'm just saying that the acting was phenomenal by our lead cast in this, and I think that's a big part of what helps us feel the certain ways we feel about the films in general. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think you clearly recognize it's not for you, dude. And, and that's fine. And that's fine. And now, I've also shared with other people, though, before. I'm like, give it time. Come back to it in a few months. Come back to it in a year. You know, you, there's no telling where you'll be later on when you rewatch it. Mm-hmm. Um, you might be in a different place and feel differently. That's something to keep in mind is where are you at when you're processing this because that might definitely influence. I might like something that I like. I might dislike something later that I like now because of where I am later um, in my journey. So always keep that in mind. Um, Logan Lovac on um, Facebook as well said, My thoughts on Rise of Skywalker was that this was a good way to end the saga. There were problems with it, but every film has them. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker also answered a lot of my questions, such as what happened with the Tantive IV, uh, who was Snoke, and Rey's heritage, and if all Jedi became one with the Force at some point. I think it was a good film and a good end. Um, acknowledging something interesting, yeah, like there were people that technically we should not have heard through the Force that we heard through the Force. I'm looking at you, Mace Windu. Yeah. Um, Luminara Unduli was there. Ayla mm-hmm. Sakura was there. Ahsoka was there, which that was one for me. I, I think Ahsoka has the character to move to the Force and become one with the Force, but... Why was Ahsoka there, John? Huh? Because she would have been like 80-something years old. The average age when some people die. She's an alien. You saw old Togrutzes in the Clone Wars. They get old, too. Yeah, but like... We I don't, don't know how old they get. I don't want Ahsoka to die. Everybody dies. Eventually, everybody dies. I don't know what you want me to say. Everybody dies well, eventually. Die. No. Um, I'm less. I feel like the Force opens wide to receive Ahsoka okay. when her time comes. Okay, oh, yeah. you know just whoever like... whoever their equivalent to Saint Peter is. I mean, he basically just cancels everybody else's plans to say Ahsoka's coming. Ahsoka's coming. Like this is not a drill, everybody. And take that as you will. But I yeah. mean, I feel like. 
Oh my gosh. I just feel like the force like just yes. celebrates. And when Anakin shows up, he's just like, oh gosh, not again. You finally made it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, Haven't I already seen you? So Ahsoka makes more sense than like Ayla Sakura and Luminara and, and definitely more than Mace. <laughs> but um, that was an interesting... Now, one thing I saw... So if you're like me and you're just like, eh, that's not fair. That's not the way it works. Um, and again, if you're, I said if you're like me, so I, I'm like that as well. So don't don't take that personally. That that voice. Um, I do. I reconcile it with this. I we know that looking forward into the future is a thing. We know that's a thing. Mm-hmm. We also know some fans more than others of a point that's proven wait this is in the future of that but that somehow pertains to this interesting um i see i i almost envision it this way and this is purely headcanon and until something counteracts that for me i'm gonna this is gonna be my perspective Mm -hmm. i think this is these jedi at various points in their lives simply being so inundated and meditative on the force they are actually speaking to ray while they were still alive so i think this that's interesting i I think this is because we don't know what what visions work like and how this i mean they could have simply found divergence in the force a connectivity to the force in such a way that they're seeing something and they're like i don't understand it i don't know when and where this is but i know you need help Mm -hmm. and i'm going to tell you what you need to hear right now. I'm going to tell you to get up and face this evil, whatever it might be. I think the only ones that really know what they're saying are the ones like Luke, Yoda, Qui-Gon, the ones that are actually yeah. one with the Force. You know, I think yeah. I think this is... So I think you have the branch of people that are one with the Force and are speaking directly through the Force. And I think you have those that are looking through the Force to this moment and are speaking through the Force that makes sense mm-hmm. so for me i think this is ayla sakura in the temple meditating i think this is luminara on kashik meditating i think this is mace somewhere in there meditating like i think this is them when they were alive i, th- I think that's cool in my opinion i think that's cooler that cool. uh and i think that gets i think that avoids the weird stuff uh because everybody's just like oh you know this guy said a prayer before he died does he go to heaven i don't want to have that conversation i don't you you feel how you want to feel about it. Yeah. I'm just gonna pray for him. So it's like I, it's it's kind of that for me where it's like I really don't want to have the conversation yeah. of who gets in and who doesn't to the force. Yeah, I would just rather keep it very straightforward, and that's my way of doing that. But um, I just didn't think about it honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I am and that, like that. And there's a lot of people like that. There's a reason that my pinned tweet on my Twitter is not bothered a Star Wars story because I honestly just. Don't and that's fine. <laughs> but now, so for you though, um, Logan, if your perspective is that they moved on to the force, completely cool. So um, this is me though saying I don't like that perspective, um, but I'm glad it works for you. I'm glad you have a lot of positives to say too. Oh yeah. Um, Ryan Bullock on Twitter, um, good buddy Ryan. Hi Ryan. He said, um, bup, 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 bup. He didn't say that. Really liked the scene between Han and Ben. Uh, was just amazing. So well acted. And when Ben does the shrug thing like his dad, uh, yes, everything with that Kylo Ren, Ben, Ben, Ben Driver, Ben, ben Driver. Solo, Adam Driver, all of yeah. that. Um, yes, 
I cried twice um, because of Han and Ben being in the same room. Uh, one in episode seven and one in episode nine. Yeah. Darn you, JJ, for making me feel. Yeah. Um, loved Babu Frick. Loved the beginning with Kylo when he's on Mustafar. I loved that that's Mustafar. I really right. enjoyed that. Um, yes, <clears throat> I would have liked the temple to be acknowledged. I would have liked to see the the oracle because he got a baby head. Yeah, that looks weird. It <laughs> was really um, weird. I like it. My thing is, hey, dude, take it and not to... I call everybody dude, not just Ren, but in general, if you are like us and you wanted the Oracle and you wanted that stuff, hey, guess what? Nobody said it didn't happen yet. So headcanon, it happened. It just didn't happen on screen, but it should have happened on screen. Well, not everything had happened on screen. I'm sorry. We didn't need to see Ben Solo being made, but he's still in the next movie. That's a perspective. There you go. Sorry. (laughs) Um, I think General Pride was a good new character and would be nice to get more backstory on him. Absolutely freaking lootly. I, I loved Pride. I loved, I get Richard Grant, mm-hmm. Grant, right? Yes. I wanted to say Richard Pryor. Looks great in heels. <laughs> so does Richard Pryor. Uh, in heels? <laughs> Have you not seen that picture? No. That's real? No, I've seen Richard Grant in heels, not Richard Pryor. No, that was a joke. Okay. Okay. Sorry. You know, anyway, um, yes, he was great in this. He's a very interesting and compelling character. I'd love to know more, but I'm also glad that they gave us exactly what we needed to know. He served the emperor in the past. That's cool. But I like him so much. I'd love to see that play out. Um, Mm -hmm. that was just really, really well done, really well handled for sure. Ben Solo lives on Twitter or at Alapanda1 with pandas on twitter um they said tross is poorly written and it's embarrassing the whole plot doesn't make any sense and the second half of the movie doesn't even have dialogue because they said that we have to just imagine them worst movie of 2019 and worst movie ever it's an insult to to towards all fans um so this was one of those instances where it i include it because it's all perspectives Mm-hmm. You know, this this is someone's perspective, and their opinion is legitimate because, in my opinion, it from my perspective of their perspective, I guess is what I'm saying, um, nothing they're saying is directly disproven or challenged by canon or any... It's literally that yeah. it's, it's their opinion. Um, their opinion is that it didn't work, and I feel like it would be unfair to us to not... Yeah share that to, to to act as if this person didn't yeah. reply to our tweet or that they didn't share um their honesty that like they're being honest they did not mm-hmm. enjoy this um yeah i you know i wish that i could and, and maybe if there was more uh, specificity um i wish we could speak to it a little bit more um mm-hmm. i i hate that it didn't work for you um and if there's others that feel this way i i i, I really legitimately do it's not pity. It's not, I no. feel bad because you didn't like... No, I, I I, really hate knowing there are people out there that don't like something of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and... That's not the holiday special. Right, yeah. Like, it's yeah. not unanimously agreed that it's bad. So it's kind of, it's kind of sad. Yeah. But, um, you know, I hope that in some ways there's ways that you work through it. Whether it be that you just come to terms with how you feel or that you work towards finding something positive. Mm-hmm. Um Certainly from this, it sounds like you don't have anything positive and, you know, and that's fair too. I mean, it may just be that it's all not working for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that one day you can find something, 
something. Yeah. Even if it's just that Sith troopers were cool because they were cool. They were really cool. Oh my gosh, those guys are so pretty. But um, if, even if it's just something like that, like... I'm going to isolate that audio. <laughs> uh, even if it's just that you like a trooper design, even if it's just that you like one scene, I hope that something can be found positive of that. Um, that wasn't sign language. I was getting hair out of my face. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so... But, um, yeah, I mean, and, and anyone, we're not, we're not therapists, we're not counselors, we're not professionals, but if, if you want to conversate, if you want to talk about how you feel about certain things, if you would like to find yeah. something positive and you don't know if you can talk to anyone, you can always talk to Nerd Herder. Yeah. We are more than happy to talk with anyone about anything Star Wars. We will only stop you if you're directly abusive or immorally fair or you know you're coming from a place that's just no bueno Mm -hmm. um we had the first time in a long time we've had to block somebody on facebook because it was just a matter of dude it's okay to have your opinion but it's not okay to squash other people's opinions or you know just use all kinds of vulgarity and all this other stuff like you know it's just we're we're of that perspective of Mm -hmm. we'll talk to you till you get to a point where it's just like it's bad for us if we continue this it's okay if you don't like cats it's okay if you don't like snakes. But if your perspective is all cats and snakes should die, that's not okay. That's a perspective. I've you t- and these perspectives today, man. I've talked to a lot of people because I, I... No, I, I, like I agree with... Well, some people are like that with, with spiders. I don't like spiders, but I'm not yeah. all... I, I, I am the guy that goes out of his way <laughs> to, 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 to help bugs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's silly. It's crazy. But I don't believe in killing them just because they're bugs or because they're there. Um, or because they weird me out. I, I don't. And you hate spiders. Um, I do. And so, but somebody killing a spider just because they don't like it, I, I get offended with. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you could have just put it outside. Like, so, you know, it's one of those things where, so, but, um, yeah, very well, well, good way to put it of, yeah, you just yeah. don't, you don't have to be abusive. But so, um, to AL Panda one and anyone else, if you, if you need someone to talk to, cause you don't feel like you can in your circle of friends or your followers or anything, um, you know, <clears throat> Feel free to add us. Um, we'll talk to you about uh, about it and hope because we want you to like Star Wars. We don't necessarily want you to like Episode Nine, but we want you to like Star Wars. So if yeah. if, if we can help somebody find something positive, cool. That's the whole point. Uh, Frank O'Sullivan also on Twitter at uh, Fran Sulo. I like that. I, one. That's just very satisfying. I don't mm-hmm. know why. Um, I want that to be my new D&D character name, Fran, <laughs> Fran Sulo. Fran Sulo. <laughs> um, they said, moments from the movie, uh, every scene with C-3PO, yes. This, so I shared this, and this was controversial to some people. The last, I did not like Luke Skywalker until The Last Jedi. Just putting that out there. If you want to know more about that, tune in to when we talk about character arcs of The Last Jedi in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. This was that for 3PO for me. I did not like 3PO until episode 9. Yeah. It took to the end, but they made me love this guy. And you know what? I'm okay with it. It was it was just... Yeah. He was funny. He was emotional. Yeah. He was um, helpful. Actually helpful. Surprise. He was He was respected even. Like, yeah. So much happened with 3PO where I'm just like, I, I love this. Mm-hmm. I love this weirdo. Yeah. Um, Although we will say, we do wish that his full memory had been... Yeah, that was one thing I kind of Which we don't know if it for. had or it didn't. We um, don't know. But, um, uh, yeah, that would have been cool. But I definitely watch everything with 3PO differently now. 
Um, you know, and I did enjoy 3PO here and there in the Clone Wars, but as by and large in the, it's a, hmm. I am of the opinion it's one thing to like them in side media. It's whole different to like them in their main media. Mm-hmm. Me liking 3PO in the Clone Wars does not mean I like C3PO. <clears throat> it means I like C3PO in the Clone Wars. If I don't like 3PO in the main movies, I don't like C3PO. If you know what I mean? Because here's the thing. Vaguely. <laughs> so C3PO is an introduced character in episode 4. Yes. Right? He's a pertinent character to all main saga films, mm-hmm. right? That's the main C-3PO. I'm not saying that's the real C-3PO. I'm just saying that's that's the main way you're meant to see that character. I don't like him there, except until episode 9. Yes. And I think now, that was with the perspective of hearing Anthony Daniel, Anthony Daniel speak Yeah, I mean, that helped a little bit. I mean, sometimes listening to Anthony Daniels hurts the character of C-3PO <laughs> for me. So I'm just saying. But Be uh, kind. Um... Me liking him in The Clone Wars does not make me like the main story of 3PO. It means that I like a very specific story. It's like saying, I don't like him except in that one. Um, It's not until episode 9 that I can go back to all the other main parts of C-3PO's story and see him through a lens of episode 9's 3PO. Yeah. So this is is me liking main 3PO in the movies all together. Like, I'm taking the whole shebang, not just Clone Wars, not just one episode. Yeah. All I, I like C-3PO because of episode 9. That's um, called growth, ladies and gentlemen. The 22nd period when your heart Another. broke because you thought they had killed Chewbacca. Um, I missed that boat. Yeah. I, I didn't for a second. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I'm glad for those that it did get with the twist. Um, I, yeah. I kind of wish I'd been able to feel that, but... Yeah. Nah, I knew they weren't gonna hurt my boy. Melinda was so upset. Oh my gosh! Yeah, she so, was so. So upset. we watched it. She we watched it with my uh, my mom, my other mother, and she had a very distinct reaction to she that. She turned in her chair and looked at John, and it was very funny. Um, but no, yeah, I didn't for a second think that it was real, so I was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Leia sacrificing herself to save her son—that was a big one. I really, again, the way the way that all played out was big for me. Um, Han freaking Solo. Yes. yes. Uh, ben Solo's Han Solo shrug. May I also yeah. add oh, gosh. the point? Him, yeah, they really went... I love the moments where they embody Han Solo in Ben Solo. Yeah. And it's just those moments where it's just like, he did the thing. Um, <laughs> you know, and it's just like, yeah, we could just reinforce like, you can't deny the truth, that is your family. But then we could also just make him slide and shrug and point and everybody gets it. Mm-hmm. Um, the entire middle half of the film, perfection. Um, beginning, middle, end is up for interpretation. I feel the same way. So I'm just going to say it was all great. Um, not uh, like, I mean, we already mentioned the dagger. We already mentioned Snap Wexley. So I feel like you can look between the lines and understand when we say it's all great. We don't mean like we love absolutely everything. But yeah. we really like the movie. And I, I like every part of like beginning middle end i don't think there's you know if you're taking it as a slice of pie beginning middle end i don't think there's a part part of the pie i wouldn't eat yeah but there's parts where i'd be just like oh that had this one thing yeah you know yeah Yeah, i I mean that's most pie you don't like pie i don't like pie and yeah that's all pie uh brownies i just like sweet things you really do 
Oh, gosh, diabetes. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, thank you. Uh, there were a few others, but they were shared more um, confidently. Yes. Um, co- in confidence. Yes. Um, and confidently. In confidence. Gosh dang it. Multiple meaning were English hard. English hard. It was a um, one-on-one. They confidently and confidently shared it. Yes. Um, <laughs> and you may have noticed that we did not talk about something at the very end. What? We'll talk about it. What? Hmm. We're going to talk about it when You're we talk sly, about You're being sly and I don't arts. understand it. We'll talk about it when we talk about characters. Was it in the moment? What is in the... What? It wasn't in the script. Oh. Well, why introduce it if we're not going to talk about it? Because I wanted to acknowledge the fact that we didn't talk about it. What? Death of Ben Solo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That happened. Um, <laughs> meh. We're going to talk about it later. Let's talk about that. I, I mean, I, we're running low on time. Yeah, I mean, if you can't tell how I feel, then I mean, you just need to <laughs> learn how to read between the lines. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, but it's, there's a lot to talk about. In it, that. Yeah, it's 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 a big deal. I I'll just go ahead and say I'm still working through that. Just from the point of yeah. being able to like it as a part of the story, I accept it. I am Lando in Solo. I don't like it. I accept it. Um, and that's just because of my. I love. Ben Solo. I love Kylo Ren. I love the character. So it was significant for me. And I've always said, I don't want him to die. I want him to pay for it. Um, That said, I get the meaning of it. I get the point. So that's why I accept it. I I look at it from the perspective of, I don't like it, but I see what they're doing and I respect that. Okay, I can accept it. I come at it from the perspective of, I figured like yeah. yeah i mean that's they set that's, up, that's in there for me too they set up with i will finish what you have started and then in the end now, as soon as they did force healing but I that's was like, but that's one of those for me that that actually helps me accept it also yeah. is seeing that perspective of he finished what anakin started by doing what anakin couldn't exactly. in the in the selfless way instead of the sh- okay. the sh- crabs um <laughs> dang it <laughs> Anyway, uh, so yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that's a, that's a, and yeah, it was a thing on Pinterest that I saw and, and, but yeah, no, it put it into words for me in a way Mm -hmm. that helped me like, oh, okay, well, all the more reason I accept it. Yeah. I still, I'm still not at a point where I can watch that without, I don't have a visual react. It's, it's more just like, Mm. yeah, it, it hit, it hits me. You know, it, 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 I feel that every time and it's just, it, it is a loss. So, it, you know, f- for, for a character that you enjoy and, and it's weird because it's not as triumphant as Vader's was, Yeah. even though his sacrifice was more triumphant than Vader's was. It's like, you know, it's weird and that's why I'm still processing and everything, but all in all, again, it happened. Yeah. Um, I, so I think. I think it's very similar to how Vader's was. Because yeah. honestly, two people knew that Darth Vader was redeemed. Yeah. Luke Skywalker and Anakin Skywalker. Right. And that was it. Mm-hmm. Two people know that Ben Solo was redeemed. Mm-hmm. Ray Palpatine, Skywalker, etc., etc., etc. And Dameron, um, Finn... Like, <laughs> Hi, I'm Finn Finn. Exactly. What? It's like <laughs> yeah. Taco Taco. I feel like that's that's his last name too now. <laughs> yeah. Because he doesn't know what else to put. Um, 
Yeah. I, I think it comes down to something we've said multiple times is get to the root of why you feel the way you feel. I feel <clears> that way because I care about the character and I wanted specifics yeah. to how he is redeemed. I didn't want him just redeemed. I wanted him to live because I, I wanted that twist. Yeah. Um, I wanted the, the idea of, haha, you thought we were going to kill him, but no, he, he lives. Um, you know, I, I wanted sort of this, I'm a bad guy who did bad things. I can't be normal, so I'm going to just kind of be a hermit around the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Not in a negative way like Yoda and Luke, but in a positive of, you know, like like many monks do in terms of like, hey, I'm going to do something intense and laborious and selfless because I, I need to step away from life because of the temptations of it. Yeah, I, I wanted something victorious of like, wow, this is a big decision. This is a sacrifice for you. Okay. Like, you know, I had a lot that I wanted for the character that didn't happen because that's a very big, serious, bold period on his story. So I understand why I feel that way. But again, I'm finding ways to help me accept it. Um, And accepting and liking is two very different things. I think bare minimum, we should always go in to try and understand and accept. Bonus points if you like it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's what I hope for, for anyone who struggles with episode nine in any way, ca- character specifics, story yeah. beats, character lineages, whatever in the story of it that you struggle with. I hope that at the bare minimum, you can find a reason through self discovery and through processing it healthily, why you feel the way you feel so that you can accept it. Yeah. Um, like I may not like bro Thor but I accept him as a character. Yep. I mean, and it's one of those things. I mean, we could put the hard and fast of, you kind of got to because it's canon, but I mean, you should just want, you, you should just be able to, for the sake of yeah. it, for your for your benefit, because again, a lot of people have a lot of negativity because of all of this. You know, they're, they're dealing with it in a very harsh way, a negative way. For your own benefit, figure out why you feel that way so you can either accept it and move on or accept it and hopefully like it. One way or the other, I think it benefits everyone to come to peace in terms with it. Yes. And you got to take the time to do that. It's been over a month now. It might take much longer. Don't feel like you have to, well, it's been a month. I should like it by now. No. No. Don't it, pull the Anakin of, I'm, I'm better than this. Nah, it takes intention. Take time. Exactly. Um, but just be careful. Be mindful of your mental health and your emotional health and all that as you go through. Um, and just... Find time to come to peace with it is, mm-hmm. is my thing. And I hope our discussion, I hope our perspectives, <clears throat> I hope all of this is meaningful to helping that happen. Yeah. Um, and also, I hope maybe at, at the end of the day, you not just accept the episode, but you like it. Yeah. Um, in, hopefully. In between viewings of, you know, Tros. Tros. I was going to say, I, I say Tros. Yeah. Not Tros. And, you know, all of the other Star Wars films. Maybe maybe throw in some Kung Fu Panda. Well, I was going to say, what what have yeah. you what have you been digesting in place of Star Wars now that, like, there's not an immediate Star Wars stuff right now? Yeah. So, what what, what have you moved on to recently? Um, I've been watching a lot of horror movies that I have not caught up on. I watched Midsummer. I watched uh, It Chapter 2. Mm-hmm. I attempted to watch um, Black Christmas. Didn't go well. Um, And yeah, just getting excited for other things that I like. Like the new Ghostbusters movie that's coming out. And um, That does look good. It does look good, doesn't it? Um, You've started watching... um, 
Gundam. Gundam again. I've gone back to, to Gundam. It's been a long time. Um, and it came up recently and I was like, you know what? I need, I'm going to rewatch this because mm-hmm. obviously there's not a vacuum of stuff. I mean, we read we read books, comics. There, there's lots of Star Wars stuff and Star Wars is still mm-hmm. there. But by not having, I mean, I finished the game, Jedi Fallen Order. We watched the movie. We finished Mandalorian mm-hmm. and we've done our rewatches. So it's just like, yeah. you know, we're in, we're in a vortex at the moment. Yeah. So Star Wars is still there, but it's kind of on the peripheries right now. Yeah. And so we've been able to enjoy other things. And um, some of that's actually helped. There's certain elements, like the show I watch has a lot of similar morals um, as Star Wars in mm-hmm. some ways. So that helps me think about Star Wars indirectly. That's helpful sometimes. Um, but yeah, and also it's just enjoyable. I, I really love Gundam. So it's one of those things where I'm just watching and enjoying it. Yeah, and I've been that's e- it. Yeah, I've been eating Doritos and watching uh, playthroughs of Zelda games. So, you know, that might be something healthy to do as well. Is Not eating Doritos. Well, it's Just not necessarily unhealthy. unhealthy. It's not necessarily unhealthy. In moderation. Doritos was invented by Disney. Yeah, Excuse look it up. Me? Look it up. Maybe. I heard it once. It's probably true. Anyway, um, eating Doritos is neither healthy or unhealthy, but... Uh, Taking time away and, and enjoying something, a lot of people, uh, I think the most immediate thing we did after Scar- uh, Star Wars was um, The Witcher. Yes. A lot of people Love the Witcher. A lot of people did that. I will say temper yourself so that you don't go all through it all at once. Like the I, have the, I have the benefit, I finished one Gundam series, I can, I'm literally going to a new one. Like I have multiple, I have yeah. 40 years of Gundam. The Witcher season two doesn't come out until 2021. Yeah, so whatever you take, make sure you can enjoy it yeah. for a while. But um, and, and we're talking series and all that stuff, but you can read books, you can yeah. get into other hobbies, learn to cook, learn to do yeah. other, like Gravity do Falls other things. Gravity is on Disney Plus. There you go. Um, it, it's fine and yeah. healthy to do that. And, and if that helps you step away from Star Wars, in a healthy way. That's cool. Um, and understand that it is okay to grow out of things. Yeah. I mean, some like, people have even said, like, okay, well, I'm going to take a break from Star Wars now. And that's fine. Go watch fine. The Simpsons. I don't care what you do. Watch the Super Mario Brothers movie. Something. Do so, something. but... If you think that that's... That you did not like Tross as a film, watch Super Mario Brothers. That'll give you something that'll to dislike. That'll give you perspective. Um... So yeah, so all, all things I think that hopefully anyone listening can take something away from mm-hmm. and maybe like something in The Rise of Skywalker more, maybe like something different about The Rise of Skywalker, maybe help accept something. I mean, not that we think we're amazing and wonderful that everyone that listens to this is cured of their Rise of Skywalker stuff, but I think everything... Every conversation we have, we just have in the back of our minds, I hope this means something to someone. Yeah. If one person gets something out of it other than just passing by time by listening to a podcast, then that's meaningful. Um, If not, I think, if anything, we enjoyed it. Again, this is part of our processing. Mm -hmm. Um, Even just in this episode... You know, there's things you've mentioned where I'm just like, oh yeah, that's a way to look at it, and it, you know, it, it, that's the beauty of talking. Yeah. Talking is a big part of processing. So, um, and it's often more healthy way of processing than just thinking to yourself. So, um, and we're always open to talk anything Star Wars with you. So, yeah. next week we're going to start our dives into individual films, episode seven, then eight, then nine of character arcs. So we're going to talk about Ray, Finn, Poe, Leia, Han. 
like now we're not gonna I mean we don't have time to get into absolutely everyone um, and we might not absolutely get into everything but we're gonna do our best to really spend time all right in this movie they go from A to B how did you feel about it or or did you did they go to B for you or did they go to C for you or did you know mm-hmm. um, you know that the, the point is to kind of process through the characters leading up to episode nine and and overall being able to look at and see wow, this is where they came from, and this is why it's important to me. Yeah. Because, I, again, the way we feel about things is because of the way it means something to us. The way I feel about Luke is because of the way it means to me. The way you feel about Ray is the way it means to me. And so that's, by and large, what those conversations are going to be. If you have something to add to that, you can add us on um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and follow us there for updates to the podcast and also memes and other funny stuff and silly stuff. We do all kinds of things on the social yeah. medias, so um, if you're not connected there, get connected. Um, if you are listening to this on your favorite podcast platform, make sure you subscribe to get all the other episodes and check out our backlog. If you're getting ready for Clone Wars, you can not listen to all the episodes before it happens, but you can go back and check out our Clone Wars rewatch yeah. Um, Clone Wars is around the corner, so if you're looking for Clone Wars content, we've got it. It's in our backlog, so check that out. Um, If you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to like the video, leave a comment, let us know what you thought. If you didn't contribute to the episode and want to share your thoughts, you can do that below. You can also subscribe for more, and again, you can go back and check out other awesome things that we've done. Unfortunately, on YouTube, our Clone Wars isn't there, so you'll have to go to Apple or whatnot, but I think that's fine. I mean, you're getting audio and video medium. Yeah. If you are on Apple, we do ask that you take the time to uh, rate and review. Um, Most of our listeners are on there. We've had a couple of people that apparently didn't jive with the podcast, so they've left a couple of meh reviews. So we kind of like if that offset, but um, if you like the show, it also just lets us know. Um, It's really... You don't know what it's like to see a new review come through, and you read through that, and you're just like, Wow. So um, it, it, we read those. It's meaningful. It's not just for ratings and all that other stuff. But it's it's yeah. it. We see people on the other side of those words and those stars. We see people that are enjoying what we're doing, and that's encouraging. So um, when we ask you to rate and review and to like a video or all that stuff, it's just so we know I, people are liking this. We lo- we love seeing and hearing that. Um, other than that. You kind of know what's coming next. Like I said, we'll be back with um, character arcs. And that's going to take us through February Mm -hmm. in in that. So we'll be sure to have a fun episode on the other side of that to kind of balance out. Um, But yeah. We'll talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, eventually, maybe. I don't know. That would be a weird one. It would be a weird one. We are are a Star Wars podcast. But um, that's everything, I think. So in the meantime, um, just check us out on all of that stuff. Have a good week. And just learn to accept something this week. Yeah. Whether it be the Rise of Skywalker, whether it be someone else's perspective, whether it be that weird guy at work. Or yourself. Accept yourself. That's a big one. Love yourself. That's a good one to end on. So I'm your herd leader, John Wayne. And I'm your accepting herd mom, Megan. (laughs) This has been Nerd Herder. Bye. (laughs)